Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on, everybody? Patrick Bear here, and we are back again. We thought, I thought, there were only four Fridays in December, and we recorded all of our contents. Wished everybody happy holidays and a happy new year. And then I remembered, after looking at the calendar, that there were five Fridays. So we are back with a special bonus December episode of Flame On. And in this episode, we are going to get excited. We are going to start our engines and want our MTV for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15 as we do a, not a deep dive. We are not going to go spelunking into this promo. But we are going to chat just a little bit about season 15, uh, the queens, the promo look, and um, make some wild conjectural speculative predictions for our top three queens for season 15, which will be crowned in August of 2025. So (laughs) just get ready, put it on your calendar, make a note. And uh, I'm sure there will be some uh, some backtracking that we'll have to do during the course of it. Joining me from our regular cast of characters, we've got Brian. Hello, welcome, happy New Year. And uh, it, oh yeah, it's, I mean, yes, this comes out two days before New Year. But oh well, I don't know. Happy yeah, old year. Happy year. Uh, new old insurrection anniversary. I don't know. It all depends on when you listen to this. Uh, and joining us, we've got two returning voices to the pod. Um, both uh, of these guests were uh, joined me on our All Star Seven recap episodes throughout the season uh, for season seven. I think I said that already. I was I've been in the car for fourteen hours, y'all. I'm going to pull back the curtain wide open. I just drove back to Chicago, and. Um, after 14 hours, I may not have many brain cells left. So I'm just you glad you for made a treat. it. 14 hours straight-ish? 14 I mean, hours. I don't know about you guys, but 14 hours of straight driving kind of implies that he might not have that many brain cells to begin with. <laughs> um, How else would you like <laughs> me to get home? Like, for real. I mean... You just put your head down and drive. I mean, don't put your head down because I mean, true. you can't see the road. But, I mean, I, I am blessed with the, uh, 
with having a dog who will actually sit through 14, 13 hours and 45 minutes of from the time we left my parents' house in New York to the time we parked in the garage here at, uh, at our place in Chicago. So I am very thankful to have a very cooperative puppy um, who likes to sleep in very odd positions. Um, he was sleeping with his face on the door handle of the back door. I like literally had to stretch my arm back while I was driving and take a picture of it. It was so ridiculous. I love him. Uh, but yeah, so I, if I'm a little out of sorts, just know that that's the dedication I'm putting into uh, making sure that you have all new content every Friday of this month is that uh, to get everybody's schedules in line, we're recording at almost as soon as I got home from, from this trip. So anywho, back to the, the topic at hand. So RuPaul's Drag Race season 15, we've got this coming out. Uh, it's going to premiere on MTV. It's the second time that we've changed networks for the main flagship show. All Stars has gone through a tumultuous ride of uh, places it was was going to be, then it wasn't, and then it is now. Uh, from VH1 to, what was it? Was it supposed to be Stars? I think was the first time. Showtime. And yeah. Nope. No, no, I think it was Stars originally. They tr- they they pulled the whole like we're going to put this on premium cable twice. Yeah. And I want to say Stars was the first time, and that then was Showtime. met with like, yeah, met with immediate backlash. And then they were like, okay, we're. I think it was like then All Stars three. It was like, okay, it's going to be on. It'll be on VH1. Then they were like Showtime, and then still a ton of uh, backlash from from the fandom. And then it stayed on VH1, and then they eventually moved to Paramount Plus, which I prefer. I'm very happy with the Paramount Plus move for All Stars. Same, um, partially, yeah, partially because it's uncensored, and you just like they can just say what they want to say. There's no bleeping. There's no no editing out of any uh, curse words or anything like that. I'm, I'm I'm very happy with the Paramount Plus move there. But the main uh, franchise show, the flagship show, started on Logo. As we all know, that's where we, I think we all started watching uh, Drag Race. And then with season nine, it moved over to VH1, got a nice new uh, HD upgrade and polish. And it has been there from season nine through season 14. And now it is going to be on MTV. Remember back in the day, oh, James might not. Uh, I do remember. I do remember back in the day when MTV was just music videos. Um, I remember what TRL is because um, I watched um, Mother Gaga um, so very graciously grace her first and almost be one of the last guests on TRL. What's funny that, is I don't I mean, even think TRL when that aired. I think that the MTV had already stopped playing music videos. Oh, other than 100%. TRL. Yeah. So I'm sitting there 100%. like, wait, TRL. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just I, that network. Like every time I'm at a hotel and they have MTV, I stop just to see if I'll catch anything that's not a reality show. And no, and it's, it's always reality. Hours it's just of ridiculousness. Like, oh yeah. No, it's like 48 hours of ridiculousness, like in a row. And then they have that, like that, one like 20 seconds where it's like oh like here's a couple of commercials for like jersey shore or something <laughs> and then you realize this is why the nation's youth is uncultured 
I don't even think yes, the na- I, did, does the nation's youth even watch it. Is that network even? Is that their demographic anymore? I feel like the network, the, the nation's youth, is like they wouldn't watch cable if you like sat them down. Like they, they're on their my phone. younger cousin is so, just entering maybe his freshman year of college, and he is obsessed with Jersey Shore. Oh, what? But does the nation's youth know what a network is? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I could I could one hundred percent open this door and ask my boyfriend who teaches middle school band and ask. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, fair. maybe, but I I completely <laughs> see this. Is how bad my brain is! I went on that whole tangent about why my brain is messed up, and then completely forgot why I was saying that because I was introducing <laughs> our guests, and then we started this whole conversation, and then in the middle of it, I'm like, oh shit, I have not introduced our guests. Uh, <laughs> but the voices you've been hearing, we've got. Uh, my buddy here from Chicago, uh, who helped me review, I forget which episode of All-Star 7 it was. It was the ball. It was oh, the, the ball. ball. There we go. Okay. The see, legendary legend ball. You all did one episode. I, <laughs> so you'll remember what you talked about with me. I did all of them and can't remember <laughs> who I talked to about any of them. Uh, but we've got James here. Say hi, James. Hey, people of the earth. I am back. If you and hear the clinking, that's because he is having a cocktail. Lucky duck. I am having oh. a, because um, I am off this week, everybody. My mother got me this gorgeously, gorgeously. Um, she went to a liquor store with her boyfriend and saw the gayest bottle of liquor she found. And of course, it is this like pink Italian aperitif that looks like it's a Grand Budapest Hotel bottle. And I was like, thank you, mother, for seeing the most cunt bottle of alcohol and giving it to me. Wow. And she did. And now I'm drinking it. And it's very wonderful. It is serving you liquor. <laughs> I, I, I I tickled myself with that one. Sorry. It's okay. then, I love it. <laughs> and then our other guest for this episode uh, is Jamie. Be like Jamie. Be be like Jamie is here again on the podcast. To date, the worst advice given on this podcast. <laughs> no. if, if I had more time, I would have actually gone and gotten my flame on shirt, so I could have been like Jamie Aww. and had my flame on shirt. But I'm just glad I, it showed up finally. It did, yeah. Mine was a bit delayed. Mine just came in, I think, like a day or two ago. But it is here. Uh, I just haven't. I, I have to still go empty out my car and uh, get all my packages from uh, from the package room downstairs. Oof. But uh, we are I all am- here. <laughs> I am pleased that? that you've surrounded yourself with James because I'm assuming Jamie I was just is... going to say that. Okay, okay. Yes. Jamie, are you James? And then Jamie is like the informal. I, yes, yes. Okay. And my first name is gonna... also James. So yes. I was going to say, instead of a Greek chorus, it's my James chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Dream come true to be in a room full I realize, of James. I, I realized that as I was, as I was driving home and I'm like voice texting everybody to try to coordinate a recording. And then I, I had talked to, I was texting Jamie. And then when he said that he could do it, I was like, wait a minute, I've got James, James and James. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I am, uh, I'm the odd one out on this episode, but it is the, the chorus of James's is, uh, Oh, the council of James, that, like the council, council of Reed Richards, yes. council of Reeds. I like it. Can I be the Benny James or it? Oh, you know what? I love <laughs> you even more now. Thank you for that. <laughs> your your Reverend Mother, uh, Gaius 
what's her name? I don't know. Something with James. Whatever the I bitch can't with the Gamja bar is. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Gaius Mohiam. You're Gaius Mojayam. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So uh, we've, we've touched on the fact that the show is moving to MTV. Do you all have any thoughts on like, this has been like a weird point of contention online. Like, why does the show keep moving networks? And it's all under the Paramount umbrella, which is the funniest thing is that it's never moved outside of the same company, just different networks. But do you all have any thoughts about it going to MTV or, or being on MTV for this, uh, for the foreseeable future? So do we know if the the episodes from MTV are going to be on Paramount Plus? Because a lot of the MTV stuff goes straight there. So I keep hearing, and I don't remember where I'm hearing it from, um, but I've been hearing that like the two connected, uh, showing on MTV and then going to Paramount Plus. I don't know what the turnaround time is because um, things like the challenge do not go to Paramount Plus right away because they still deal with streaming rights and um, the fact that it has to be on the network for X amount of time. And then after like two years, it goes to um, like the home streaming network because we just got, and we were just talking about this on a, a recent issue of a recent issue, recent episode of flame on about streaming and how long it takes. And literally like after we recorded that episode, I got an email saying that season 12 of Drag Race just got added to Paramount Plus. So it's it like, it's two years. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope because um, unless Eric re, uh, resubscribes to Philo, I'm not going to have a way to watch it at, at my house. So I may have to resort to going to uh, Friday night uh, uh, viewing parties, which could be fun but then places like roscoe's charge you 20 bucks and bitch don't got 20 bucks every week to be paying to watch for 20 bucks each each episode i would just go subscribe to philo myself and pay 20 bucks a month for the entire month and watch whatever i want on mtv at home but dan and i may or may not have philo and you may or may not be able to get on our password listen i mean just invite me over we can just (laughs) we could just drink and (laughs) watch true but yeah i mean i'm gonna come see our new place yes <laughs> i would love that i would love that and maybe i'll make right. some glittery baked goods for for yes. a viewing party <laughs> the luster dust is sitting there it's being it's it's been waiting to be used it'll it'll happen um but i i would hope so like i would love to see it go to paramount quickly and maybe that was part of like the the contract renewals with um with drag race because it's getting a a, a, i think an overhaul is is a bit too extreme of a word to use um but before we move on to that any other thoughts on it moving to mtv from uh the the council of james's i honestly remember like the couple of weeks when i was in high school where um viacom the like the parent company who owns paramount and everything and all that you know Grade A bullshit. Um, decided to pull their streaming agreement with uh, DirecTV or Comcast, whichever one decided to be angry at the time. And they were just like, we'll be right back when Viacom decides to not suck ass. And, you know, ever since that point in time, and reading a little bit more about how like Viacom actually operates their business model and basically just, you know, um, 
steals money from whoever decides to, you know, give enough. And then they decide to give, you know, some kind of streaming rights to it. I mean, season eight of Drag Race is finally leaving um, Hulu. So it can be now available on Paramount Plus. So because Dan and I decided to watch Bob's winning season recently because Dan has not been educated on Bob the Drag Queen that much. And um, don't don't even get me started. And Bob the Drag Queen, can she turn it? Bob the Drag Queen. Yes, she Nope, she died. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I I just, I I think it's just going to be basically whichever conglomerate of the underneath the Viacom umbrella wants to spend the most money that year. I really think that's what it is. Um, It's it's shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic. It's really inconsequential, except that I just, I, I don't know. If, if, if I would love to see the like the the, the research and the, the and the numbers because I just fundamentally do not believe that networks like you know the joke you know the the kids don't even know what networks are like I just don't think they're as viable and why would you keep pursuing that unless it's a contractual thing so yeah I don't know well, streaming I've, world is I've read, nuts I've read some stuff online and I again I don't know I. It, I'm not saying I did my research. I'm just saying I read shit online, whether whether it's true or not or how true it is. Um, but what I had read was that Paramount was re- was shuffling where like marketing and what falls under what. And now VH1 falls under BET. So the marketing and the programming is going to shift more to that market and that demographic. So they moved some of the programming, including Drag Race, over to MTV with a larger demographic or you know in a different demographic than the programming that they're going to be focusing on on vh1 so yes i mean all of it in a sense if that's true all of it's really true because it's all the same umbrella it's all the same place i think that mtv will give it a little bit bigger of a a potential push and a potential market but at the same time like this shit's so big as it is with so many so many franchises that it's all six and one half dozen for me um, one of the big changes though, and I don't know, maybe Jinx might be a little upset about this. Uh, the grand prize has changed officially for the first time since season four. I'm not counting last year because that felt like a last minute add on of, uh, adding a hundred thousand dollars and splitting it between first and second. Um, and I'm sure Monet exchanges even more pissed about the fact that more bitches be getting money and she got nothing for uh, being runner-up of All-Star 7. Uh, but the cash prize for the winner of season 15 is now 200 grand. So that's pretty damn snazzy. So they can buy themselves a whole new set of teeth rather than just one top row or one bottom row. Well, they can get the teeth and a little filler without having to pay out of pocket. Okay, true. Just a little, just, just a little, a little, a little here, a little there. And then the rest, you know, when they get back, when we come back for uh, All Stars, whatever, All Winners uh, two will be, uh, they can have a completely new face, or go on to host another franchise and then have a new face every season, like Brooklyn Heights. Love Brooklyn, but I don't know Good who shows her. anymore. <laughs> Good every year, her. she just keeps looking different and different. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's dive into. Um, the season from uh, on a, let's let's start with this one we are kind of getting a refresh 
of the series because they've gone back to the drag racing theme with the promo. So it's very reminiscent of season one. Um, I think the first challenges or the first mini challenge photo shoot is uh, either car related or car washing, uh, harkening back to season one's uh, first mini challenge. If the first challenge is a drag on a dime, I'm going to be very happy. But I think it's going to be a talent show. Uh, I have a funny feeling they'll do the two episode premiere with uh, talent shows again. But what are your what are y'all's thoughts on uh, kind of this callback, this throwback, this kind of refresh of uh, going back to their their roots and uh, season fifteen, kind of echoing and mirroring the season one vibe without the Vaseline on the, the lens. I wanted I to bring back the Vaseline. The... I really thought you're going to go back to the beginning, man. You got to start with the filter. Come on. They got to do it. Maybe as a joke. RuPaul, I got to know. Why are you so motherfucking blurry? We are in the same room. And you look like some sort of ghostly. No, sorry. You look like a ghost. Can we please, can we petition to get Johnny McGovern as a guest again? Like, I mean, I, come on, just do it. And, and maybe even a, a pairing with Kate McKinnon. Like a lovely little reunion. Yes. Oh, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, only if he says, RuPaul, I <laughs> got to know. Why are you so motherfucking blurry? Oh, no. I just want to, like, I think it would be absolutely fucking hilarious if they had, like, the Ru filter up and, like, Ru, like, reaches to the bottom of the screen and pulls up the Ru filter and throws it away. She's like, I'm fucking done with that. But <laughs> I, hope, I, I think... I think, like, it's it's nice to see, like, you know, like, the whole drag race roots thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think I said this to Pat or you guys earlier before we even started. But I was like, I love how, like, Tina Burner meets Chuck E. Cheese this looks. <laughs> because everybody was in some type of, like, you know, flames. Um, one of the girls, I, I have some notes here. I'm going to bring my notes before we even start talking about them. Um, what's her name? Um... Like three of the girls look like Eureka O'Hara has like been merged with some other drag queen, <laughs> and then um, oh, Selena. There is one Selena, that fully looks. Yeah, there is one exactly that fully looks like about. Eureka O'Hara got left in the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mistress Isabel but, Brooks. I thought it was Eureka. Yeah. I thought that she changed her name and got back on the show. But I just want to know. What part of Valentina's soul did Selena S. Titties have to steal to sit on the car like that? <laughs> because she literally looks she she looks like like it's literally just giving me Tina Burner tried, but also like halfway between Butch Girl in a paintball arena. <laughs> so she is the only one. Like I don't. Like, I don't, I don't know what so to say want, about her pose in this, in this promo. It's like Miley Cyrus sitting that, on the roof of the car, rubbing her clip. What that pose is giving me is how many times is she going to say the word Chola in the first episode? <laughs> Absolutely. Party. Mm. Emma Libra. So what do we think the prompt was for this outfit? Like, was it like, all right, here are your colors. Pink. 
yellow and black. Like it's so, I don't know. It's an and odd white. pairing and white. Yeah. But it's an odd pairing. And then I think most of them took the note and like went pretty, you know, down that path. But then you get like the ones that are just like monotone. I think like Irene was like 99% just pink. Um, in the promo look. Yeah. Totally. Like just like, hey. yeah. It's the yellow that confuses me because uh, without the yellow, it's just your prompt is RuPaul's opening look. Right. (laughs) Now, the yellow yellow is the drag, uh, like, you know, crash test dummy safety yellow thing. But it's it's that that makes sense. But it clashes so hard. And and I think that's by design. But yeah, I, I, I don't. That's the one thing I don't like at all. Like I could just totally live without. Like pick, you gotta these take dra- one. These away. are drag queens; they're supposed to clash. That's fair, but like I don't know. It, like I'm looking at a Nietzsche right now, and she didn't she didn't get the pink memo whatsoever. It's just black and yellow and a little white. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm always curious, like what because you know they tell the girls like, okay, you're gonna need these outfit types or you need these co- whatever. Like I want to know what the prompt exactly was um were they were they trying to go like all right do your signature look were they going for this will pair well with a corvette like i mean i don't know i don't know i, I, I kind of want to work backwards to figure that prompt out category um, is team looking at the michelin man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um marcia is another one or Mar- oh, sorry marcia wow okay marcia <laughs> that's i listen just because i hadn't been driving all day no um marcia 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 uh, her outfit is like almost giving me yeah. crash test dummy, but like paper cutout crash test dummy, a uh, pattern from I McCall's would, or whatever that you know. Leave season. I was wondering if Marcia got the. Uh, oh, if only she were Blair St. Clair. Yeah, I don't think she got the prompt that this is going to be on national television. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a look. I don't know. New York, so the, just remember. I, I think that this this promo look is the way to inform the target demographic who was probably not born when the first season aired that Drag Race is something other than a TV show about drag queens. Hmm. Yeah. But is it, okay, though? Party. Is it, though? I, I mean, I, I, maybe that's what they're oh, going to? If, I, I went back to my hometown recently and had to drive past the drag strip to get to downtown. So no. there is actually a car connection at some point to what the show has become. I listen, if they're gonna go back to this like season one style promo, um can they change untucked back to what was it like under the hood was the like season yes. one untucked or whatever? While you while you guys go rest in the interior illusions lounge. Mm. Was Justice it even for the interior illusions lounge? Yeah. Oh, it was always God. the Interior Illusions Lounge because um, that was the name of the online furniture company that sponsored it because it was one of the only sponsors they could get. Yep. Well, and it's still state. Well, oh, I get because then in season seven it became the Form Decor Lounge because it went to as season season seven was the year they took it off of TV and went to YouTube with it, and that's when they were like, "All right, who? How many sponsors could we get? We got Mickey's WeHo." Uh, you got form and decor, and you know what's funny? So, Alan Chuck travel, 
Oh, oh alanchuck.travel. Oh, God. Oh, Alan Chuck. Oh, gosh. Mm. Oh, God. We have a we have a, a connection to Alan Chuck being, yeah. our, well, Brian's from Florida and me I, living in Orlando for I think a dozen Al years. is still alive. Well, I don't know. Maybe Chuck's still alive, too, but they broke up. But I think Al is still a Facebook friend. And every now and again, I see his posts and I'm like, girl, what are you going through? Don't you I, mean, I, Al? Both <laughs> yes. capital letters. All caps. Yes. Al! <laughs> We gave away a cruise at one of at, at the, in the Bear Den watching Drag Race one night because Al was there and was like, "Ask a trivia question. Whoever gets it right will get a free cruise." It's like, okay, mm. bizarre. Um, but so James, when you were talking about Selena's uh, promo picture, I was looking at the group promo shot. I hadn't. I did not see her individual picture. So oh, now yeah. I understand what you're talking about. I was confused because if you look at the group picture, it almost looks like she's squatting to take a shit <laughs> off to the side. Like the way that she's that standing, out. it it mm. makes her seem so squat. It is ridiculous. And I'm like, that's a weird pose. And a, like, they were just not doing her any favors in the group shot. Oh, I see. But yes, Oof. her her solo one with the car where she's she's riding the 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 trunk. Absolutely understand where you're coming from, but you yeah, know that her, that group kind of looks like she's been. It kind of looks like she has like a cape behind her, where mm-hmm. she's like trying to like either throw her ass back to shit or like catch her balance by catching wind. <laughs> But the thing is, like, it doesn't, the way that her outfit is, oh, none of us do. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Siri. I don't I mean. Siri was trying to get up in the conversation. Um, it, the way that she's standing and the way that her outfit is in this picture, you can't tell if her knees are bent. So she just looks like her legs are cut or like her legs are like she was shrunk in the picture. It's like somebody put her in the dryer between her pictures, and that's what came out. Or maybe she's so this, I don't know. This pose is giving me, they had to superimpose me into the shot because we shot this after I've already been eliminated. <laughs> which they typically do it after, I think, the second elimination. I think it's even later now. Is it? I think so. But I'm not sure. Like... I, I'm confused because it used to be after the first elimination um, or after the first two days of shooting. But then All-Stars 5 didn't have promos and that like they were filming before COVID took over. So if it was still after that first episode filmed, they would have had promos. So I think they might even do it after the season. Or like after the season, but do they do it differently for the All Stars queens? Because you know those they're spending god awful amounts of money on their promo looks. I don't know. I mean, now like everybody's spending god awful amounts of money on. I mean, not seventy grand. We're not ISIS Couture. So, but. so that is my thoughts on the two hundred thousand dollar grand prize. It's quit upping the prize and give these queens some budget for these looks going in, so they don't have to mortgage their houses. Seriously. I, I'm of two minds. Like, yes, but at the same time, like, I would, I would rather, I don't know. Like, if you're going to compete on the show, I like 
I don't know. I don't I don't know if you should be given like a shit ton of money to go buy outfits for the show. Uh, like if you can't do it, like if you can't afford it, then don't do it. That's one mind, like one part of my mind. But at the same time, I also miss the days where you didn't have to spend 20 grand on an outfit to be praised on Drag Race. You know, I miss the season eight and bef- and prior seasons where you could do something simpler and still rock the runway really well. Like, look at Bianca's outfits. Like, Bianca makes her shit, and like she could whip together shit during the during the the design challenges. They're not stone. They're not whatever, and they look great. Yeah, but, but I mean, Bianca is a custom designer. You no, know, I know, I know. It's it's tough to say that, but there are other like Raja, Raja O'Hara, Raja D O'Hara, Fair. Queen of the motherfucking world. Fair. She can. She spent six hundred bucks for I think All Star Six. And made top four, like, and and was never read for being crafty. Shay on All Stars five, I mean, she got called crafty, which was weird because like that just feels like a an insult when her runways didn't deserve that on All Stars five. But it's it's so weird. Like Mick comes out in like these custom couture outfits that are that that they're spending tons of money on. But do we really need? Do we need? We fed the monster, now we can't go back. So now the only other option is either these queens go into debt like completely or we pay for their outfits. Beforehand. I like the I, I like the idea of like a investment like site where a drag queen can like shark tank pitch their like their aesthetic and their ideas and whatever. And then they could take investors who could like, you know, share in her winnings, like somehow if she won like the top, I don't know. Like I feel like, and I mean, I'm sure that this does sort of happen at like a community level where like, even if it's just favors or something, but it's not like these queens can set up a GoFundMe. Well, I'm not even a GoFundMe. GoFundMe's just here's free money, right? But I mean, like, I, I just I, I feel like there's a there's a business model here. Like micro loans for queens. Like yes, for, like, thank the... you. Micro loans <laughs> for queens. That's what I'm totally going for here. And if it like, does, what, not if, what if exist. we just do like like hey Jimbo, can I borrow one of your chest plates? Or like can I can I you can have my chest plate as collateral, like <laughs> But I even like this, you could do it as a Kickstarter with different levels and like, okay, so if you support me, I will name drop something on the show somehow. Or, I mean, of course, they'll eventually figure this out. But, you know, that first season that where they pull this off, (laughs) I don't know. There's there's something there. And I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised RuPaul has not already figured this out and is monetizing it. I'm kind of shocked. I mean, She's that's what the sponsors money on the are. <laughs> that's what the sponsors are. That's no. That's, that's why fair. she's like, well, here's it, it, it's now two hundred thousand dollars to be a sponsor on the show. We already um, have established that their track record of getting good sponsors. It's better now, but they've they've definitely struggled uh, at times. Uh, you see prior conversation about AlanChuckTravel dot com, but uh, AlanChuck dot travel. Oh, sorry, dot travel. Dot travel. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? Selfie on a stick isn't a good sponsor. Uh, snag tights aren't a good sponsor. Hey, listen, those Jazzy. queens need tights. That's fair. I'm, no, no, that makes fabric. sense. Fabric.com. Oh, the fabric.com oh, which is, wall. The well, fabric.com is Fabric.com is a, a former Amazon company that they just shut down. So, Oof. Um, it's probably Spoonflower is not sponsoring them. I feel like 
have a spoon flower look. You got to match all these weird prints from all over the place. Here's this butt plug, um, butt plug printed <laughs> fabric. Um, make this into a dress. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do they have that on spoon flower? They absolutely do because my boyfriend <laughs> oh. bought it to make masks. Yes. Oh, my God. I totally need to go check that out. Um, I was just thinking you said butt, uh, butt plugs. I'm like, Tantus. Why has not Tantus like uh, sponsored? Like, to- I, I mean, I'm sure it's a, you know, they've, been, they've, they've probably had to draw the line at certain vendors. Uh, but damn, it's a shame. Couldn't you? Ima- wouldn't that be great? You know, um, what's Mr. S Leather, you know, sponsors. There's so many options. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, so where, where 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 did we get? We went down a rabbit hole. I mean, that's it's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, so, bigger prize money, uh, possibly return of the filter. Uh, RuPaul will throw the filter away, except for the her wake line. She'll just leave that. It'll be like, and then just just keep that nice and blurred. Keep it nice and blurred. Um, Hopefully, um, but before we even before we dive into kind of what we think of the queens, we've we've been talking about the queens through this whole thing. But there are a bunch of celebrity guest judges that have been announced for season fifteen. There are a couple that I personally am super fucking stoked for. Um, but I will throw it to you all. Uh, have you seen the list of guest judges that they've announced so far, um, including, and I'll, I'll say this, T.S. Madison will now be a rotating guest judge with Carson and Ross, which is awesome. T.S. has been which I am happy a fantastic about. voice. Yeah, for real. But have, are there any um, are there any of the announced guest judges that you all are looking forward to seeing them on the, the judges panel for season 15? I am so ready to see Ariana. I am so sorry, everybody. I have loved Ariana for a very long time, but I'm also ready to see her act like a total fucking airhead and pretend (laughs) that she knows fashion because I am so sorry. I am so sorry. She just decided to one day make REM beauty or like a makeup line. And I've looked at it. I've been into Sephora. I was actually at Sephora today. And guess what I did? I walked right past it because I did not like it. I don't like it. Because she thinks that she can make some like ambiguously futuristic space looking like compact and put like a dollar's worth of lipstick in it that any other brand could make. And she calls it 
a beauty product. And you know what? I'm, I'm excited to see what she thinks about some of these Queens makeup other than, yeah, but um, I, I'm excited for her because I actually do like her music, but also at the same time, who else is a, who's the, the really famous actress, not Anne Hathaway makes me think of Anne Hathaway. Um, super, who is she? Jesus. I have to Google their just the guest judges because I'm forgetting about who it is. Well, I know oh, our cast is excited about several folks, and uh, Pat, I'm sure you will. You will. I will save the the most exciting, I think, for you. Um, oh, but I am very excited. Super exciting for me. I know. I know. Harvey Gillen. Julia Garner. Who? Who? Sorry, Julia Garner. Oh, oh, you think she? Oh, I, I kind of see that. Okay, wait, is she a guest judge? Yep. Yes. Really? I didn't even see that on the list. Oh, there she is. Look but at continue. that. <laughs> um, no, but I am very excited. Harvey Gillen, um, those of you who do not watch what we do in the shadows, um, at you 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 should. A, we've talked about it a lot. But uh, Guillermo on that show is such a, a delight. And this last season, they actually gave him a delightful, like, full-throated queer storyline, even if it got really weird and crazy and kind of dumb. But like Harvey Gillen is so fabulous. He has been making the rounds on all kinds of different queer projects and, and, and pop media. I forgot. I just saw him pop up somewhere. He's, he's judged on um, Dragula. That's what this it season was. And last season. Yes. Which good. Thank God. Right. Um, and, and, you know, a little, maybe more targeted in that horror. If, if you think what we do in the shadows is at remotely a horror like show. Right. But I'm just so thrilled. He's going to be on there. He's delightful. Uh, actor character so i'm very excited about him i'm excited about ellie wong i'm interested to see what that's going to turn into i'm also really excited uh, yeah and uh megan statler the hi gay girl is gonna be on oh yes oh good that's perfect uh you know she was so good in uh hacks so i'm thrilled yeah. that she's yep. gonna get another venue to show off her delightfully unique comedy but uh, i i, I mean we just she... not started like hi gay i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> jump through the screen i know I, I love the fact that she gets a prominent role on hacks and we're still like it's the hi gay girl That's how it will she, be. She keeps making content as high as that that character, so you know she doesn't hate She's it. She's done two, and it took her like two years in between them to do it. She was interviewed on NPR about that. That blew my <laughs> fucking mind. I was like, "Are you?" And and it's funny because I had just seen the TikTok, and then I was like, "Oh my god, that's also the hack." Anyway, we're bearing the lead though because again, longtime listeners know there's two people that our show, musician wise, I should say, that talk incessantly about and and both are judges on the season i talk incessantly about that's true one it mostly whom, is you but you know yeah. one of whom i saw a couple of months ago for the first time in concert uh and the other who i have multiple pieces of uh, merchandise and uh her album title tattooed on my wrist uh but lesbian jesus Haley kiyoko <laughs> will be a guest judge on season 15 and i am so lesbian fucking excited jesus. Lesbian Jesus, that is what she is known uh, known as by her fans, uh, Kyoko Naders. I don't I don't know if that's what her fans are called, but whatever. Um, 
she was seen. Uh, she actually won her episode of Secret Celebrity Drag Race season one as well. So she did. I'm very excited to see her back. And uh, Janelle Monet is going to be a guest judge on the season. And I cannot fucking wait. Cannot fucking wait. I got to watch Knives Out so I can watch Knives Out too. Which I, okay, I know first of all, really knives out too, you don't though. You don't. I know, don't. but I will. No. But I listen. I won the DVD at, at, at game night. I'm going to watch Knives Out one, so I can watch Knives Out two, which uh, I know is not Knives Out two. But Glass Onion, it. you gotta watch it. I was so happy with the role and and what she does in that movie. It's other than Daniel Craig, it's probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I will tell you right now. She walked on that screen. Not like the first time you see her is definitely not the entrance she should have had. I will 100 percent say that. But the first main entrance she has in that movie, I'm like, if this is the only shot that I get to see of her in this entire movie, I'm very thankful that it was. And then you get a, like a very like after that a very awkward close up of her awful haircut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited to watch it. I I love me some Janelle Monae. So you're gonna uh, love her for this. I'm I'm I am stoked. I'm so excited. But when I saw that she was going to be a guest judge, I was just, I was over the moon. So, um, so before we wrap it up, let's talk the Queens. So we've been doing a little bit of chatter about some of the looks and the, obviously the, uh, the promo itself, but, um, what Queens let's go, let's start with Jamie and then we'll do James and then Brian and then me. We'll kind of just do, um, We'll go. We'll do two. We'll do two rounds. Uh, Jamie, kick us off. Who is one of the queens that stood out to you? Just not not even a winner pick, but just from the promo look, stood out to you from this cast. Okay, from the promo pick, from knowing her before this, from anything that she's ever done, Sasha Colby. <laughs> like this, this promo promo pick is cunt. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's almost unfair. Right. End of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. I, I, <laughs> end, of, end, end of season. Sasha Colby's Drag Race. <laughs> I just love. I loved how many people, like even like Brooklyn. Um, there were a couple of different queens that were like, like, could you imagine walking in and seeing Sasha Colby? I would just turn around and walk out. <laughs> like, <gotta> go <laughs> she, she is your favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen. Yes. I mean, and Brooklyn's a former Miss Continental. Sasha's a former Miss Continental. Like, you know, game recognized game, but Sasha is Sasha is royalty. And I'm sad I did not go and say hello to her at uh, Continental Elite this year. But I think I said this on the last recording that we put out, but uh, Chrissy went up to her. I told Chrissy that, like, at that point, it was speculated. It was rumored that she was going to be on the show. And he went up to her uh, to say hi. And he was like, congrats on winning Drag Race. <laughs> and she just laughed. And, you know, I mean. Oh, it, if, if they pull some some nonsense and she gets eliminated, period, but especially early, I will find RuPaul's house and flip over her table. <laughs> you mean her oil rig? <laughs> I, I will have to get past the oil rig to get to it. <laughs> Fracking. Oh, James, who, uh, who's a standout for you from the promos? Okay. So, um, I, I have two that I would like to comment on because 
Um, I have actually loved sugar and spice ever since I have seen them on TikTok. Now, you know, me being the, you know, the millennial, I will say here, um, you know, they are, I, I've always liked how they've played off of each other. I think that they're both basically the polar opposites in their own styles of drag. I love that. But um, I'm I'm kind of excited to see which one of them is going to throw the other under the bus to win the season if they if that happens. Because I, I get that, you know, they're actual twins. Like, you know, and it's the first time we've ever had anybody of, like, blood relation on um, or, like, any, like, drag house relation on a season like we've never had sisters uh, that are actually like drag sisters before drag race on i believe so in the same season if i am correct and we had drag out. sisters this year we did actually so robin fierce robin fierce and um london i can't yeah. remember her full name are both drag sisters forgot about that anyways i'm excited to see them and on top of that um I hope that Sasha Colby just walks in and everyone's like, I think I was even in the promo. They were talking about like putting Sasha Colby on drag race. is just unfucking fair. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've mentioned this before, but I, the, the, the only reason I know of sugar and spice is because of uh, the beat down. Because yes. Willem read them for <laughs> during, and I mean, this was like prior to. I think this was like early on in them doing uh, like content creation. But uh, yeah, I think I might have found the episode. I'll have to send it to y'all. But uh, if you haven't seen it before, which I think also has um, Sarah Andrews, one of her like talent numbers from uh, one of the pageants in there. Always good to watch. Brian, who stuck out for you in uh, in the promo? Well, uh, Sasha Colby, of course, um, Sugar and Spice, naturally because of their weird relationship. I have not seen them on TikTok. I have not found my way into drag talk somehow. I don't know how I haven't, but Same here. Um, Same it's, here. it's one of those uh, parts of the universe that I just like, I don't know. The algorithm is clearly not doing its job, but. Uh, of course, because they are a, a Seattle-based queen, and I actually have heard of them and followed them on Instagram. Didn't realize at the time because uh, I have not seen them live. I think it was like when I moved here, I'm like, find all the queens so I know what's going on. Um, Irene Dubois. Um, and what's really cool about Irene is she is a former, well, I guess not former because you're never really former, Queens of Adventure uh, drag queen. So Queens of Adventure, we've talked about them. I think we talked about them back when they started. Um, friend of the show, Matt Baum, I think originally sort of helped produce. And I think he's kind of left that and it's doing its own thing now, but uh, podcast slash live show of drag queens playing D and D with some very established and ex- uh, esteemed alumnus, including Rockham Sakura, um, Erica clash, um, Bendela and uh, Bosco, which I actually just realized as I was going back, I was like, what kind of who all is on Bosco's on there? No shit. So yeah, I'm Irene's look Bosco. is Bosco. What is that clip from? Every time I hear that, I'm like, did they ever, did they ever source or say where that's from? Yeah. That's Dipper had to go find it because um, Alaska it's from Seinfeld. 
Okay. Yeah, it's like I the old lady from Seinfeld, and then like Zipper had to go find it, and then that's when it, they added it to the soundboard. Oh, I love it. every time that comes up. So yes, Irene has a great look. I was going through their Instagram and seeing so much. Like just if you value costuming and you value makeup and just not the traditional like contouring that you know every queen and a king knows how to do, go look at uh, Irene's stuff. It's amazing. Drag alien for sure, but like way into other cool, crazy characters and a big old nerd, which we always appreciate here on Flame On. So, uh, yes, I'm very excited about Irene. I don't know that her interview uh, was great. I kind of it was a little cringy at times, but I do appreciate that they're featuring that a that she's that they're sober and that that's a part of their journey. And they're sharing that because that's something that they've definitely, I think, touched on in the past. And of course, wouldn't be the first queen to be sober on drag race or in general, but it is important and glad that that's uh, I'm assuming that that's going to be a talking point and they're going to, they're going to have that as part of their storyline. So good for them. I was going to say that was a, uh, that was a big part of Rue and Jinx's chat in the last episode of uh, AS7. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, as far as the, the promo pictures, Lux Noir London um, stands out. I don't, there's a lot of good looks. I don't know necessarily, like, I don't know. This Hers just draws my eye. I don't love it, but it's cool. Like, I I, I don't know. It's a weird mixture of feelings that I have on that. Um, but Lux, Noir London, Black Peppa, uh, um, and then Jamie, were you saying that Robin Robin Fierce is Robin uh, Fierce, yeah. Part of that house also. They're part of the heart uh, the heart house. They're Mo Hart's daughters, which I did oh, not wow. realize that Black Peppa was uh was Mo's uh drag daughter. But um I I would say that Lexmore London, also the aesthetic is kind of similar to Black Pepper. Yes. Peppa. Yes, absolutely. Or- it it's so hard because you don't want to compare these queens to you know, other previous drag race queens, but it's getting really hard not to. Because... Oh, speaking of, am I the only one that questioned whether or not they had misspelled decks looking at these promo pictures? Which one? I, I thought that they had inadvertently switched out the D for a J oh, on Miss Dex. Oh, it's not Dax's exclamation point. She did not come back to the show. But seriously, this promo pick looks a lot like her. It does. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, as you go through them, there are so many. And I and I know that it, it becomes a matter of, um, yeah, her face is definitely, definitely screams uh, Dax's exclamation point. Um, but like, let's see. Which one was I thinking? We're going to find out halfway through the season that Dax has secretly snuck back onto the show by changing right. one letter of her name. <laughs> Could you imagine? Drop the exclamation point, change the first letter, and we're good. Uh, Malaysia looks like Brita Filter and uh, Silky Nutmeg Ganache had a baby. Uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha looks like Blair St. Clair circa season 10. Uh, Mistress Isabel Brooks. Again, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha wishes she were Blair St. Clair. But I mean, I'm just I'm from just, the look, the season 10 look. Uh, you literally said something earlier. You were like, I think she 
like decided to like show up and like decide and didn't even know it was like the the day they were shooting for Drag Race or something. Yeah, like this this she, look is not a promo pick for a national television show. It's like it's like meet the Jetsons, but like she got all of her costumes at like the dollar store. <laughs> She's and, serving you Judy Jetson Hooker on a dime. But like on top of mm-hmm. that, even like I'm I'm looking at whatever this she decided to call a corset and it's like a triangle bra pattern that you can get at, you know, five below. Like it's it's literally that like that uh pattern of like, you know, swimsuit that girls would get at like Victoria's Secret when they put it on one model and it got so popular and now the only people who wear it are like fifteen year olds who have fifteen dollars to go at, you know, like Rue twenty one or something. It's it's very, very much so. I don't care for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it Mistress Isabel Brooks? Looks like Yuriko O'Hara. Princess Poppy looks like um, a, an angrier Miss Cracker. Uh, season sure. ten promo. I, um, you'd realize an angrier Miss Cracker is Aquaria, right? <laughs> Yes, but the so, promo it I'm almost just, looks mean, identical to Cracker's promo picture, though. True, Princess mm-hmm. Poppy is the other one that I knew of prior to this cast announcement because she is a San Francisco queen, and I have seen her once and was kind of surprised to see her on Drag Race. <laughs> I don't see her going very far. <laughs> I mean, only time will tell. We'll find out on a. Yep. Maybe I was gonna say on January sixth on, uh, on on Insurrection Versary, uh, we'll find out. But they may not send anybody home in those first two episodes. Well, we have- so staying the six episodes where they don't send anybody home doesn't count as making it far on Drag Race. <laughs> the fourteen episodes, RuPaul is leaving it up to the drag gods again, which means that fourteen episodes are non-elimination or continuation episodes. We will. The season will end uh, sometime in 2025. Uh, just call back to my earlier statement. Um, okay, so before we do our wild speculations on our top three queens, James, I know you had notes. You did homework for this episode. Do you have any other pieces of information that you want to throw out there, chat about, talk about? I want to. I'm going to open the floor to you before we do our final uh, our final predictions. You're muted. No, still muted. Hi. There you go. Um, so I, I looked, and I basically just have like first impressions over their pictures, which, um, you know, some of them I've already talked about. You know, like I talked about sugar and spice. I talked about Selena uh, as titties. Um, I, I I put yeah, um, Robin Fierce. I basically just put why is she wearing a gown? Um, <laughs> Princess Poppy. Princess Poppy looks like she's draping an inflatable over her body. Um, Mistress, I just wrote Eureka question mark. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, Malaysia, I put Silky. Um, Lux, it's so, I said, Silky and Britta for sure. Yeah. Because that is definitely Lux, a British I said, too. you call 
you call like seatbelts a address. It it's like she's like going to the eagle, <laughs> and not even not even and like in in a point where she like looked up online what the eagle was, and then decided this is what she felt comfortable wearing to go. She's going um, to the Tampa Eagle. She's not even going to a main city eagle. She's going to the Tampa Eagle, right? And then I know you guys were talking about Lucy and how Lucy looked like a angrier um, uh, cracker, but um, that actually probably checks because not only I think she's also a New Yorker. I don't know. No, Connecticut, close enough. Um, but they're a construction worker in the day. Like they actually have like a blue collar job, and then at night they're a drag queen. Okay. Can I talk about this though? Because you cannot give me construction worker by day, drag queen by night, and not be Kendra Michaels at a drag. Right? <laughs> and I have yes. I have stalked the Instagram and Lucy Laduca is no camera Michaels. No. Like, and so that's what I was thinking. I didn't say, I didn't say Lucy was uh, the angry Miss Cracker. Lucy is a Miss Cracker and Cameron Michaels baby in drag, but no camera Michaels out of drag. Um shit, who was I thinking? Princess Poppy was the one that I said looks like a an angry Miss Cracker promo photo. Yeah. And then um I'm surprised none of us talked about um none of us talked about Aura as much. Um because I did kind of like her look, but at the same I like time the cake. it kind of Yeah. But I I think we really need to get over shoulder pads. Um, I think we need to looks. get over whatever's on her legs because I yeah, love the cape. It looks like I don't yeah, the shoulder pads. No more caps for drag queens. <laughs> like it kind of looks like she took those like English Christmas poppers that are made out of foil, and she like cut half <laughs> of it off and stepped through them. And oh, she's wearing Christmas crackers. And then, um, Tara uh, looks like she rolled through a car, st- like a, an auto, like an Automax or an auto, like an auto auto zone. Um. And she doesn't even look like she's holding an actual flag. It looks like it's been like photoshopped into it. Cause I and her hair needs to be way bigger for that face. Yeah. Oh, her. And then and Amethyst, to distract. Amethyst yeah. just looks like a princess, like a princess Leia, like slut look. It's it's okay. I mean, but there's just a lot going on, a lot of vinyl, and I kind of feel like if she like were to just kind of stand up, you'd have to like listen to all the squeaks she'd make. So, you know, like just those boots alone. So I don't yeah. really, I, I, I'm like, I'm really excited for this season because I feel like we're getting a lot of like, not like drag types that we haven't seen a lot, but we're, we're seeing a lot of types that haven't been on drag race in a very long time. So, you know, I, I feel like some of the people who are going to be like, we're expecting to be a look queen aren't going to be a look queen. Um, I like and stuff like that. Like it, I 100% think that we might be surprised by some of these girls. I mean, I would, I hope so because, um, I see it's tough for me. I'm, I mean, drag race is drag race. I don't get too excited about the season until about halfway through because then I have had a chance to really kind of appreciate the, the, the people that are there. I don't the Meet the Queens. I don't watch the Meet the Queens videos personally. Um, I I want them to impress me with who they are on the show, the Correct. character that they bring to the show, and I know and what's edited to be their character on the show. But I mean, 
I, I'm I'm more drag race is more drag race. I I'm 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 excited. Uh, so you, are y'all ready for wild speculation and conjecture? Picking our top three queens uh, to go all the way. Because even if you're I'm not ready, we're gonna do it. So <laughs> we're gonna go in the same order because that's how y'all are on my screen. So we'll go Jamie, James, Brian, and then I will close it out. Jamie, who, uh, before we even start, we're not even in the same year that the season is going to be airing, but based off of this promos, uh, I think you said you watched the Meet the Queens videos. Who are your picks from the get-go to make it to the top three? Um, Sasha Kobe, Sasha Kobe, and Sasha Kobe. <laughs> and episode done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so Sasha Colby, obviously, if she is not in the finale, there is no justice in the world. Correct. Um, I, I kind of am hoping that, uh, Isabella Brooks is going to surprise us because I am all about a, a big Southern queen, but she also may be the first one out. Um, <laughs> or she and... might break her knee and come back in season 16. True. And then I'm also going to say whichever one of the twins doesn't get eliminated when they finally make them lip sync against each other will be the third. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. All right. So Sasha, Isabel and uh, sugar and or spice. Uh, James, what about you for your top three? So I am conflicted because like, again, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby. But I, I have a really big feeling that we're not going to get much of Sasha Colby. I, I think I, I, I've done a little research. I've seen videos of her, and she's very much so, like, she knows exactly who she is. And she might, like, at one point just be like, do you know what? I'm too good for this and leave. Or that attitude will get her kicked off. So See, I think that's why she's going to win, because she's not going to be good enough TV to come back for an all-stars. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, I am excited to see what we have, but I, I I think we're going to get, we might get a little bit surprised. So, you know, there's a lot of scary, you know, ideas that could happen, but I'm kind of wondering like what kind of challenges they're going to do this year. You know, um, act, acting, um, roast, musical, uh, snatch game, <laughs> musical. You know, wash washing a car photo shoot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but I hope, I God, I hope they do something different. I really want to be surprised, and they're making they're making little inroads every now and again that surprises me. But oh, I just don't, I don't I don't believe it. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brian, who are your your picks for top three? Oh man, I have no idea. I'm just gonna go with the people with the longest names because I think it'd be funny if they always had <laughs> to just sit there and you know recite their names. So so because of that, we'll go with Malaysia Baby Doll Fox, Mistress Isabel Brooks, and Lux Noir London. I can't even say that. Lux Noir London tied with. Because it's the same number of characters, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, uh, again, I will echo the Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby. 
Uh, but I say Sasha Colby. Uh, we'll go with Lux Noir London. And uh, Aura Mayari. Those would be my three. I, 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 yeah, that's that's where I'm going with very little to go on, just uh, the pictures that are on the screen right now. Uh, so, I mean, you will find out in four months, roughly, because uh, it is a 16 episode season. So, barring any preemptions, um, four months, so January, February, March, the end of April. Uh, we'll find out if any of us were right and uh, if maybe just Sasha Colby multiplies like a gremlin uh, or a mogwai, I should say, because she is uh, gorgeous and beauty personified. So mogwai um, and uh, just competes against herself and herself for the crown at the end of it. Well, Jamie and James and uh, James, a.k.a. Brian, our council of James's. Thank you so much for joining us for this final episode of Flame On going out in the year of 2022. Um, look forward to watching along with the season. Maybe we'll do a uh, uh, a recap or a uh, mid-season review of season 15 because I'm definitely not doing 16 uh, or 15 uh recaps 15 weeks of recaps that's not happening this this season so uh but thank you gents for joining me thank you all for listening thank you for a great 2022 and uh keeping keeping on supporting flame on i don't think that was grammatically correct thank you for supporting us and uh we will see you all next year bye bitches 